Do you like scary movies? We don't. We listen to music. Mm-hmm. Okay. Freak. 88.1. 88.1 WKNC. We are back here for the second hour of today's program on The Local Beat. I'm your host, Adam Kincaid, and joining me is David Mueller. Hi, Adam. David, how's it going, man? It's going great. We're here to talk about your brand new solo release uh, under the moniker Heads on Sticks. And I believe the album is called Mockingbird. That's correct. Two is there, words. Yeah, two words, Mockingbird. Yeah, yeah. Come closer to the mic there for okay. me. Okay. Yeah, and you can pull that down too. Do you have a release there? date set? At um, all? I'm, it's certainly not carved in stone, but I'm looking at third week in August probably. It's a self-released mm-hmm. um, album, so I don't have anybody to answer to except for myself right. at this point. You're on your own time, your right. own schedule, everything. I'm hoping for the third week in August. Yeah. But now let's talk a little bit about Heads on Sticks, give people some background about your, I mean, this is your solo project. Right. I believe you, uh, you have le- released three EPs now, the Marsupials EP, the Pamphleteer, and help me out here. Oak, Oak City Oak version. Oak City, right. Yeah, actually, I brought you a copy of that. Yeah, too. because we don't have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Heads on Sticks. This is your solo project. You're in, I believe you're, is Strange still together? Strange is not, hasn't been playing okay. together for a little while. I am in Birds of Avalon. Birds of Avalon, yeah. right. Yeah. So you were in Strange, you are in Birds of Avalon, and in the, you've been doing Heads on Sticks, Sort of as, is it a side project for you? It, well, it is mainly because um, I've had a lot of time invested in those groups o- over the years. So um, it's always kind of been something I've worked on in my time, my extra time from, right. away from those groups. As far as the, the music goes, I mean, it's, it's definitely, I feel like it's changed. I, the Marsupials EP, I have to throw this out here and say this on the radio because I always talk about some of the bands that got me into local music. And some of the bands I saw live were, you know, Tooth was one of the first bands I ever saw live and the Never. But the first album, the first local album I ever heard was your Marsupials EP by Heads on Sticks. I had, it was the first one that I had ever got my hands on. Um, so I have to thank you for, for right. helping me get into the music scene here. Well, I, I thank you for listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the sound. It's definitely evolved, I feel. Uh, the Marsupial EP was a little bit... I feel kind of like, who am I thinking of here? Um, sort of Sid Barrett-esque uh, from Pink Floyd and stuff. It was a little bit darker. That's funny. I was I used to do a Sid Barrett song around that time uh, playing live. I can't think what, what the name of it was, though, but I did for a little while do a Sid Barrett song right around that Interesting. time of that EP, so you <laughs> pegged it there pretty nice. well. Uh, but it, this definitely evolved. Uh, this Mockingbird album, by far, it's it's my favorite of your, of your three EPs and your new full length now. It's... I want to say it's it's very experimental, but at the same time, it's very sort of catchy, sort of space rocky, psychedelic. I mean, it's sort of every all those things mixed in between. What do you sort of describe your music as? Oh, geez, I try to avoid that as much as possible. Because <laughs> See, I'm, that's what I like. <laughs> I've never been very good at it. It was definitely this record was a different thing for me. I had more time to spend on it and um, a little more more resources to work with than usual. I kind of. Right. Um, spent some time uh, educating myself on the uh, engineering aspect of like of, of recording on a small scale like that one person just sort of one thing at a time right and um, the music is it's hard for me to classify because it's always been a reflection of just sort of like what's swimming around in my head at the time I'm making it being a solo project you know um, although on the pamphleteer I did work with some other musicians both on the new record my Oak City version EP from last year and my first EP, Marsupials. Hmm, I'm pretty sure nobody else played on any of that mm-hmm. stuff. So it was all just kind of like pastiche of a lot of stuff I'm listening to and like 
you know, sometimes something I saw on television or right. on the street, it all just kind of like blurs together, you know, and, and I don't have a good sense of like what's coming from where a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to play a track here just to get people, you know, l- let them listen to it. I believe we're going to play two clicks here. Uh, we played this, I believe, two or three weeks ago on the local beat. You came yeah, in yeah. For, for a short while. Uh, but if you have any comments on maybe a genre, if you're creative and can think of something interesting to describe this music, Give us a call at 860-0881 or 515-2400. Yeah, and this song is Two Clicks. It's off of Heads on Sticks. It's not even brand new. It's unreleased album, Mockingbird. Two clicks right here on the local beat. It's by Heads on Sticks, a solo group by David Mueller. David, why don't you just go by your name, David Mueller? I don't know. It always just kind of seemed, uh, I have to use that name for everything else. You know, why not come up with something different for this? <laughs> like your driver's license. Yeah, you know, just regular mundane everyday things. I, You know, it's an opportunity to just come up with something else. Yeah. As far as the record goes, uh, I mean, you created it. This is yours. You did everything. What exactly, I mean, there's lots of, it's, it's a very dense record as far as sounds, mm-hmm. sound effects go. What exactly, how did you create it? How did you decide to put this and that where? What did you do? Well, I mean, a lot of it was pretty haphazard, just sort of experimenting with different things and seeing what fit. I was trying to bring in a lot of, uh, you know, instead of just having a song, uh, record of songs that are just performed on the guitar or the piano or whatever, to bring to start most of the songs were written on guitar or piano originally or at least the beginnings of the ideas were and then from there I took them combined with other elements like sound effect samples I, I um, started collecting these I bet you have some in the stacks here these uh, sound effects records oh yeah sound this effects like, volumes one through ten yep. they're from like the <laughs> we have like hundreds of sound yeah effects and it's yeah. just like the most random things too <laughs> so I was working with those in an SP four hundred four sampler. One of the interesting things making this record was it was definitely... I, my other records have been done on four-track uh, cassette, mostly. Right. And this this one and Oak City version were both digitally, created digitally, but not on a computer, on a desktop recording unit. And therefore, I did not... All the editing and the sampling was done just sort of like by listening very closely. I did not have the visual element that a lot of people do when you... Right. Making music on a computer, you can line things right up perfectly and you can kind of tailor things. And a lot of this was just sort of, I had to just kind of throw it in there and see how it landed and wrangling around with it was a lot of the um, the fun of making the record, really. Yeah. It, was, it, it kind of decided on its own what it was going to be. You know, I, I didn't have, there was a lot of things I didn't have control over, which it, was cool. As far as like deciding, like, you know what this song needs, it, we need to put like, this sound effect in? I mean, how do you decide that? Well, you try about 15 or 20 different ones, really, <laughs> and then decide yeah. what hurts your ears the least. <laughs> um, you know, it's just yeah. sort of like a trial and error process. And um, the same thing with effects and, you know, uh, everything from echo and delay and phasing, all that kind of stuff. It's hard to know what it's going to sound like. In fact, I would be really bored if I felt like I knew what it was going to sound like before I started trying things out. You know, and it's just every now and then you hit on this right combination and you think, well, that just sounds crazy, you know, and that's kind of the moment I'm looking for a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, Something that's palatable, but 
surprising. That's sort of my favorite experience through art in general is to be surprised. If something can surprise me, then um, it, it's just more engaging. As far as the song titles go, a lot of these are instrumentals. Not a lot of them, but some of them are instrumentals. How do you come up with song titles for instrumentals? Like um, a lot of that stuff is just things that are, you know, kicking around in my head. Somebody's their own uh, internal dialogue or come from conversations I've had with somebody, something that, you know, made us laugh or whatever. You know, yeah. just uh, I like turns of phrase and, and the absurd, all that kind of stuff figures pretty heavily into my sensibility. Where did where did what inspires you to make this kind of music? I mean, it's it's not that it's unusual, as much as that it's very unique. Is there other music out there like this that someone could listen to? Um, I'm sure something, but I I don't know. <laughs> I'd have a hard time. Uh, somebody else would probably be able to tell you that. Oh, this sounds like this, or this sounds like that. But it's hard for me to to hear it that way. Right. You know, and I think I, I started making music as a young teenager and didn't really think about making unique or different music so much, especially to start. It just kind of turned out that a lot of the stuff I was making came out sounding strange, weird, you know? And um, as I got older and kept trying it, I realized that was sort of the quality I was unconsciously trying to cultivate. Yeah, so sort of an unconscious type of music creation. Yeah, it's just sort of an expression of, you know, it's not really... I guess it is contrived, but... Not I, not by my conscious mind so much. I just kind of go with what feels good, Yeah, what what surprises me. Well, if you're just now tuning in, you're listening to The Local Beat right here in 88.1. I'm your host, Adam Kincaid, and joining me in studio is David Mueller, and we're talking about his solo project called Heads on Sticks. He has a brand new album that's going to be released sometime in August. It's called Mockingbird. We're going to listen to a track right here. It's called Ladies in the Lake. Birds of Avalon right there. The song was Spirit Lawyer off of Uncanny Valley. And joining me in studio right now is David Mueller. We played Heads on Sticks, Ladies in the Lake, off of your Mockingbird album right before that. And uh, Mockingbird is, is scheduled to release sometime in August. Uh, you, you're very busy. you got a lot going on. So whenever you have time, right. I guess. Well, <laughs> yeah, whenever it's just sort of trying to find the right moment to where it can get the work it needs to put in, you know, just associated with a release, doing it yourself. There's a lot of things to think about i'm trying to figure out what they all are right now which is why i guess musicians generally have a whole other company do that for them. yeah but um it's more doable now than it's ever been before as far as your live go performance goes i mean i've never seen heads on sticks live i don't think you guys i mean are you when was the last time you played a long it's been yeah. probably a couple of years i've only ever done a handful of shows um the whole project really started out like guess five or six years ago maybe there were a lot of places to play a lot of small places there were several galleries in town like Bickett and a couple other places that were having live music but weren't necessarily the best place to see like a big full live band and right. I think in a number of those places I would do shows either because the space was better with a smaller setup or because of unavailability of other people in the group I would just do start doing shows on my own and at that point it was basically like using 
looping effects for guitar to just like build stuff and um but eventually it kind of grew into a thing where i I was working with a couple of musicians um and i I even did one show a couple of years ago with a big band i think there was like eight or ten of us um for heads on sticks yeah for heads on sticks it was cool yeah we (laughs) had like horn players and uh stand-up bass player in addition to an electric bass two bass players it was crazy but that only happened once it just part of the ease of this project for me and like the freedom i have with it is not having to coordinate a bunch of people and their schedules which is the hardest thing about being in a band by far any plans to play live for this album yeah definitely after the release um i'm gonna do some shows it's just right now i'm trying to think creatively about how to do them Mm -hmm. um i'm not really it doesn't really appeal to me to put four people in a rehearsal space for a couple of weeks and bang out a different versions of these songs based on, uh, you know, your typical rock and roll quartet. So I'm trying to think of other ways it can be done and what kinds of, um, how to use the un- unconventional way in which it was put together to translate that into the live setting. And, and I'm not really sure yet. And it might not ever be the same thing twice either, but yeah. I- I'm working on it. Let me throw this bone at you. You know, you, you said there, you know, the difficulties with having a full band, is you know organizing, getting everyone together, uh, getting schedules set up, and and all that sort of thing. And yet the the problem with being a solo artist, especially with music like this, is playing live. That's true. Which would you rather do? I would. Um, geez, man, I don't know. I'd rather like uh, create my own music on my own time and have the freedom to be creative with it, and also. Um, play in a good band with people that I care about and make music that I'm proud of. And that's actually kind of the situation I'm in right now. So yeah. it's, uh, I'm pretty lucky in that respect. Yeah. It's just a little bit of both. Um, sometimes you have to spread all that out over a couple of projects to cover all your bases. Let's get on to the title of the album here. It's Mockingbird. Where does that come from? Well, it comes from actually this. What ended there, up- there are three tracks but I want to mention that Mockingbird two mockingbird one and mockingbird three they're kind of out of order we can get to that but yeah Yeah, um that mockingbird one is sort of the centerpiece of um the record because just in the creation of it um the kind of aha moment i had one night where like a lot of things i've been working with a lot of loose ends started to come together in the creation of the record around the time um i recorded a mockingbird one night on my phone actually i was I spend a lot of time walking around at night. Uh, I work in clubs and bars, and I lead a generally nocturnal lifestyle, and I don't drive. So I, I, I um, you hear a mockingbird. is It's very common, especially in Raleigh, to, to hear just one somewhere when everything else is quiet, just walking mm-hmm. through a neighborhood or something. And um, there's just a crazy sound to their calls. There's so many variations. It's not just a, one repeated thing. They just cycle through all these different very it, it's hard to believe one bird is making all those noises and i just got really fascinated with one night and i sat underneath a tree and recorded it and then i brought that home so how close did you get to the bird um i was probably about 10 feet underneath it and you recorded that good quality i just held my arm up i, yeah. I was surprised too how, at how loud it was i had to boost it up and work with the sample a little yeah. bit to um just sort of get some of the interference and noise yeah. off of the signal but um it was, I, I got a pretty good, it sounds like a mocking, it sounds like what it is, you know, and I was able to like use that on that track and it just kind of, um, 
something about it was almost like I was had this idea of a mockingbird as being like a sort of organic sampler because it creates all these distinct noises that are meant to emulate, you know, something else. You know, it's it's I don't know, I just kind of connected with that idea listening to it that night and it when when you're working on a project like this it's all just kind of swimming around in your head all the time, you know, and you're just drawing things into it from that you experience and that really just laced itself into it my thinking. Click. Yeah, it really yeah. did. Interesting. As far as the Mockingbird 2, Mockingbird 1, Mocking, why are they out of order? Um, because I tossed around a bunch of different orders for the record. You know, it's not like when you write a record, you don't write the first song first, second song second. You know, it's kind of like I definitely had some stuff flowing in. I wanted the whole thing to sort of flow almost like a radio DJ mix, you know, just yeah. like there's not a lot of silence. Things kind of thread into each other. I tried out a couple of different orders, and when I came with the final one, I realized the song title. I could have just easily switched the song titles around, but I thought it was kind of interesting to throw a non sequitur in there and just leave them like that. Yeah. Actually, I think those one, two, and three were the order that those songs were written in. They're just different on the yeah. album. Well, let's go ahead and listen to another track here. Uh, let me make sure I'm pronouncing this correctly. Is it Trompe la Mort? Or Trump Lamort, maybe. Trump I don't know. I actually don't speak French. I, I spent some time in France a couple of years ago, and I, by the time I left, I managed to learn how to say "no parlez pas français," which means I don't speak French. Yeah, and that's about as far as I got. So, how'd you name this track then? It's French. It's a French idiom. It means cheat death, and um, you know, it's just about overcoming circumstance. Having uh, it's actually a character in a Balzac novel by that name, and um. It's just sort of like a somebody who can overcome circumstance and make good for themselves in the face of adversity. But the song's kind of about insomnia, so it doesn't really make too much sense. All right, well, Trump la mort. Yeah, right. yeah. And it's by, I guess, Heads on Sticks, a.k.a. David Mueller. It's, it's weird. I got to say, it's weird calling you Heads on Sticks. I prefer yeah. to be called Heads. <laughs> That's Mr. Sticks to you. And this is off of the as-yet-unreleased album. It's called Mockingbird. Right here on the local beat. Trump La Mort there by Heads on Sticks or AKA David Mueller. Uh, who's joining me. I guess we only have a couple minutes left, um, but I just wanted to say, or ask you, I should say, some differences between your first EPs um, and then, of course, your Oak City version, which was different from those, Pamphlets Here and Marsupials, and then also Mockingbird. What are your main differences in all three of those, in creating them and and what they sound like and everything? Well, um, the recording methods definitely differed. Marsupials was made on a four-track. Pamphleteer, actually, I was thinking it was made on a four-track, but I'm totally wrong about that. I had... A lot of help on that from Brian uh, Donahoe, who was the drummer in Strange. Right. Um, he engineered and, and helped, and, and he's in Starmount now. Right. That's correct. And um, he helped engineer and you know whatever produce that record. It's he played on it too. And then the last two, Oak City version and um, Mockingbird, Mockingbird were done all myself, sort of using a lot more uh, sample based stuff and using program drums and and sort of creating the beats myself. The drums are the only... Inter- I can kind of, like, fake my way through a lot of different instruments, I, but drums, I just can't. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm just no good. But I, I, I enjoy writing, programming drums and writing beats. What about the evolution of the sound? I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I believe marsupials in the pamphleteer, they're a lot darker. They're not as upbeat. Uh, that's probably true. I probably listen to a lot more upbeat music now. I mean, I would hope that there's a difference between those records because there's they're separated by four years. Four years, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> if I haven't learned anything, I don't really have any business making them. Yeah. As far as, you know, different sounds on records like that, you know, you, you're sort of heads on stakes. We'll listen to the marsupials album in a minute and we're going to compare it to some of your newer stuff okay okay but i would i would have to say the sound is different yeah if someone really liked marsupials ep they might not catch on to mockingbird nearly as much do you I, agree with that I, I i yeah i agree with that i guess um it, it all sounds similar to me because it's all coming from the same place <laughs> you know and but that's good I, sometimes i worry that it's too homogenous but right. it turns it can I think some of my stuff can be kind of schizophrenic at times too. And just, I want to, I want to draw in a lot of things and touch on a lot of things. You know, I'm inspired by a lot of different kinds of music and different kinds of art in general and just like life experiences. And they're all put through the same filters to create music, but they don't always combine in the same ways. Yeah. I don't have a concrete answer or understanding of that really. Yeah. I just kind of like make the records and hope people like both <laughs> sorry that was kind of a strange question no no it works i, I was just you know I was joking. well i know you have to get out of here soon um and but I, but where could someone find your music oh well the first two eps uh the pamphleteer and marsupials i combined those into one sort of like one release um when i started using the bandcamp.com website which is a really great website for um independent musicians that lets you um offer your music for free download or to charge or whatever. You give a lot of flexibility. And so both those are for, available for free download. And the Oak City version from last year is also on there for free download. Uh, Mockingbird, there are tracks out there in various places on the web for streaming. I'm not I'm I'm working out Raleigh exactly has, how. New Raleigh has a link to it. And there's some of my blog, which is a Heads on Sticks music blog spot. And, but that... That stuff isn't out yet, and I'm, I'm not quite exactly sure what platform I'm going to use for it. I'm working with a couple of different things right now, but it, I'll, um, I'll know in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, as far as Oak City version goes, the your EP before Mockingbird, it sort of got noticed by the North Carolina Museum of Art. Chad, the director of New Media over there, contacted me, and he had come across it. That EP was originally released in conjunction with a show at the Raleigh City Museum by Raleigh artists creating raleigh inspired works actually and um so i released it wasn't technically a traditional release i just had it as part of that show and then afterwards some people asked me about it so i put it out as an ep and um the museum of art contacted me and used it to sound they wanted to use it to soundtrack some of their um online videos of the expansion installation of some of the new art in their expansion which was great i was happy to have them and have it there you can see it on their website and on your website, too. And on my blog spot. Right. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah, so we, we do want to mention that it's headsonsticksmusic.blogspot.com. David, I want to thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Adam. Yeah, and uh, we look forward to any release that you have for Mockingbird and uh, any future stuff that you do with Heads on Sticks. Cool. Well, I'll definitely keep you posted.